0: The most haunted places aren't always drafty Victorian mansions, crumbling abbey ruins, or ancient stone castles. It turns out some ghosts are attracted to chains of the strip mall kind, and you may want to think twice about working the late shift. Today, we're sharing stories about haunted franchises. Welcome to Shadowland, everybody. Welcome. This is a podcast that shines a spotlight on stories of the supernatural, mysterious, eerie, and unexplained. Stuff like zombies.
1: Dream symbolism.
0: Time travel.
1: Powers of the mind. ESP. Ouija board mishaps.
0: Life after death.
1: Underground alien colonies.
0: Sheep squatch.
1: Bubble car <laughs> driving gnomes. Hatman. Butterfly Effect.
0: Pervert Dolphins.
1: Wild Men.
0: All that stuff.
1: All that stuff and more.
0: Lots more. I'm Christina Callery.
1: And I'm Seth Jablon,
0: And today, we're doing stories about...
1: Haunted Chains?
0: Haunted Chains. (laughs) Haunted (laughs) Franchises. And this basically came about... um, I think I'm remembering this right... Um, when we were talking in a past episode about like why don't you hear more about haunted applebees
1: <laughs> right or if places yeah, like, like that
0: right, we've like done castles, castles we've yeah. done all of the romantic you know stereotypical haunted places which we yeah, love thinking like, about totally
1: totally but yeah it's like some buildings some homes that you know you you walk in and you're like oh yeah this place is haunted just by the looks of it right like it's hard not to feel creepy in some like old Victorian home or or an ancient Scottish castle but I think I I think we were talking about like well like you don't hear about like Taco Bell's being haunted but I guess you do today you do (laughs) do today (laughs) 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 Taco Bell is the new Scottish castle I guess Please tell me you didn't do Taco Bell. Yeah, I did a Taco Bell. Oh did you damn, I did. Okay, okay. okay, but it's
0: okay. I'm sure we don't have like all the same Taco Bell. That's stuff. okay. No, but okay. I have a
1: couple. I have a couple here. So if it's the same Taco Bell, we can just okay. riff on it. It'll be okay. Um, but anyway, so to that point, uh, which so I guess this is our Thanks. first episode of 2021. Mm. So I feel like it's like Happy either New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I guess it's just up for grabs. Do you wanna? Do you wanna go first? Mm, I
0: could, or you could go first.
1: <laughs> okay, you want me to go first? I
0: kind of
1: want you to go first. Okay, 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 cool. <laughs> so I, I do have a few, um, and I do have a Taco Bell one, but like you can definitely jump in on that if like if you have the same one. Um, but the first one I wanted to start with, um, which is I think one of the funnier ones that I came across, <laughs> which is the. Haunted Toys R Us. Yes. In Sunnyvale, California. Um Is it still I, open, by the way? I don't think so. I think it's gone now, unfortunately. I
0: feel like they closed all of them down sadly. But. Well,
1: they definitely closed down all the Toys R us, but I think even the the building is gone. I'm not sure. But um Yeah, I think Toys R Us is like a company is is gone, gone. Like I don't even know if there's like one single I think this is maybe it's It hung out as like one of the last ones, but anyways, this, this Toys R Us was built in 1970, uh, in Sunnyvale, California as a part of, um, Toys R Us expansion, uh, into California. Um, and so, you know, as a, as a new location, almost right away, strange phenomena started happening, right? Toys were flying off the shelves. Uh, employees felt phantom touches uh, as they walked through the aisles. Um, the bathrooms were even haunted. Um, I think uh, the women's, in particular, where uh, faucets were turning on and off, and you know people were hearing like whispering. <laughs> like so, um, by the end of the seventies, it had actually become legendary among uh, paranormal investigator investigators. Um, largely due to the fact that uh, a psychic, uh, Sylvia Brown, was um, held several seances there. And um, one of those seances was shown on um, the popular program, That's Incredible, um, which sort of launched the store into fame. Um, so, you know, once that happened, uh, you know, it sort of blew up and there was, a, there was not only interest in the sort of the paranormal community, um, but there was also like, you know, teenagers would go there late at night and they would do seances outside the store. Um, and there was, uh, even a ghost story sort of, um, uh, narrated by Leonard Nimoy for an episode of Haunted Lives, True Ghost Stories. Um, so it, it definitely, uh, it definitely took on a life of its own. Um, so, uh. During the séance that Sylvia Brown held, um, she claims that she was able to make contact with a particular spirit, um, uh, Jan or Jan, right? Spelled Jan like Jan, Johnny Johnson,
0: (laughs) which I think is really. Are you serious? (laughs)
1: yeah yeah which I think is like definitely like a hilarious name for um for a ghost right like johnny
0: and, johnson <laughs> jan johnny like, johnson
1: like johnny like as in johnny like and
0: the john
1: johnny as in like you know the shortened version of john which is John it's like like it's like j-a-n um but it definitely sounds like someone some make <laughs> up completely on the spot. Like,
0: like I think yeah. I'm in a past a name, life, you and I a did ki- a project where you like <laughs> threw down a fake band name, and it was like, yeah, wasn't yeah. it Johnny and the
1: Johnny Johnny, Johnny and the Johnny? Johnson's, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Um, Johnny Two Shoes, maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, Johnny Johnson, John Johnny Johnson, uh, who was apparently a laborer um, on the farm that had previously occupied the land in which the Toys R Us was built, right? So she said during the encounter, um, as he walked down the hall toward me, he kept saying to me, have mercy on me, Beth. Um, the story is that uh, Jan, I think I guess it's Jan, right? Like J-A-N, that's Jan. Uh, John Johnny Johnson, or John, uh, was a traveling preacher from Sweden, and he had come to work on that farm called the, um, at that time it was called the Murphy Farm, um, and he worked there for room and board. Um, during the time he spent there, um, uh, it was during the 1880s, uh, he fell in love with the daughter of the farmer, Elizabeth Murphy. Apparently his love was not reciprocated, and she ran off with a lawyer from the East Coast. Oh, yeah. uh, Johnny was heartbroken, and he, but he stayed behind. So one day while he was chopping wood, uh, Johnny slipped and cut his own leg open, and I guess he must have hit an artery or something, and he basically just laid down and slowly bled to death. Uh-huh. Um, and when he died, uh, his immortal soul, bound by grief, um, once again stayed behind. So, um, so the SF Gate, which is a local Bay Area paper, looked into all of this. And there's definitely some contention about this story. Um, but some parts of it do check out mainly the existence of the Murphy Farm and Elizabeth. But other parts of the story are more difficult to verify or there's conflicting uh, evidence or whatever. So, mm-hmm.
0: But some of it is true.
1: Some of it is true. I mean, so there you was kind of f-
0: have to wonder, you know.
1: Yep, yep. There, there was definitely a farm there. Um, there was definitely, I think, Elizabeth. I think they found out that she didn't run off with a... Um, with a lawyer that she actually stayed in town and married somebody else or whatever. And I don't think they were able to, f- um, find one way or the other. If he, I guess, John, Johnny, um, maybe worked there, maybe didn't, but anyways, there's some evidence that, that, you know, was corroborated, mostly conflicting stuff, but there are also other candidates, um, from where the exactly the ghost might've come from, um, such as, uh, Mary and Martin Murphy's eldest son, James, who died of uh, consumption in 1851 in that farmhouse, right? So there was like untimely deaths, tragic deaths that happened there. Mm. Um, and there was also a um, freak accident um, by Fred Hoffman, who died um, while working on a pump um, in the farm well. So he was down there and there was, a ga- I guess, a gas tank Next to the opening of the of the well, and like that was like sort of leaking down in, um, and basically he went down there to work on the the pump, and he was found at the bottom of the well, having apparently died of asphyxiation. So just like kind of like tragic, eighteen um, hundreds <laughs> deaths, right? right. Consumption, farm deaths and uh, and dying at the bottom of the well, and yeah. yeah. Just. Right, exactly. So there's other candidates for this uh, ghost, but there's definitely some sort of phenomenon that that happened there, right? Um, who can say exactly what it was? But I just think that's something interesting about, um, you know, the fact of the, the story, and history, just of this land, right? We think of like hauntings as applying to, you know, solely to, uh, uh, you know, a particular structure, um, but basically, oh, I forgot one part of that. The story here is. Um, when Martin went down, Martin, who was the, the farm owner, went down to get the body. He used a candle to see, and the whole, um, the whole uh, well exploded, which also burned Martin badly. <laughs> so, oh more my 1800 God. stuff. Yeah.
0: So, what? that's
1: basically the story. Um, so, that is the, yeah, that's the story of the haunted Toys R Us in Sunnyvale. Wow. So, so, there were a lot um,
0: of reasons for that Toys R Us to be haunted.
1: I guess so. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. But I guess it was pretty much haunted, you know, until, until the end. Obviously, Toys Toys R Us closed. Um, I think that um, eventually the building was torn down. I don't think it's still there. But um, but yeah, that's the haunted Toys R Us. Okay, so now I'm going to do the haunted, um, the Twinsburg haunted. Taco Bell. I don't know if this was the same one. Okay, it was.
0: It was one of the
1: ones. Was it like, was one of the ones. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. So you have two Taco Bells. I do. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Well, I'll do this one. Um, okay. So this Taco Bell. It's just a short one. So maybe you have more to add to it. Um, this one's located in um, on Darrow Road uh, in Ohio. Um, shoot, what is it? Uh, Twinsburg, Ohio. Um, It's said to host four different ghosts, uh, a woodsman, a military veteran, Mm -hmm. a young girl in a white gown, and a teenage boy that wears a vintage Taco Bell uniform. And I guess the boy apparently likes to help employees with their daily duties
0: yeah he's very helpful
1: <laughs> and the other goats just i guess just sort of hang out in the back and um other people have seen them in the hallways and in the back area of the restaurant but i think they just mill about but apparently the the boy likes to help them with like when they're like stuck in the shelves <laughs> or whatever they're doing but so that was a funny detail i don't know if you have anyone to add to that but like that's pretty much <clears throat> I got
0: well did you do you have the the thing about the hot sauce
1: No, 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 go ahead.
0: Okay, so a customer reportedly had a run-in with this Taco Bell um, teen, and he asked him for extra hot sauce, and just the teen who, who had, like I guess, dark circles under his eyes didn't even acknowledge the customer. And so this person asked another employee, hey, what's wrong with this guy? And the employee said, what guy? Who? <laughs> nice.
1: Although he's asking a ghost for hot sauce, um, that's pretty funny. Okay. Yeah, but he so, wasn't
0: very helpful then. Uh, yeah, and you right. gotta wonder what's going well, on. Well, it
1: said that he helps. He likes to help the employees He, el- he helps the Maybe employees. He Maybe it's like, just like
0: you know what? I did like my this. time. Yeah, I'm I not, did my time at the register. I'm not. I no, gave you two. No customer service. Already.
1: Right. You know, like, don't do get greedy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a ghost. So I can totally ignore you now. Yeah, I can't
1: pick up hot sauce, dude. Come on. Um, okay. All right. I got a couple more here. Okay. Another short one um, is the Haunted Pizza Hut oh, yes. in Center Reach, Long Island, New York, which I kind of want to go there.
0: Yeah, you I should. it's
1: still there. I want
0: to go there, too.
1: Um, so the building was originally built in the 70s. And it was built actually to be a jack in the box um and at some point someone died in the bathroom so I guess the story goes back that um they were actually murdered uh in a shooting so after that event, um the bathrooms i guess this happened in the bathroom um uh they were they ended up being haunted, and so you could hear whispers, feel cold spots um but there's i guess there's other phenomena in the rest of the restaurant employees seeing like pots and pans falling off the shelves. Um, and I guess um, the Long Island Paranormal Investigators filmed, uh, apparently it filmed uh, a ghost in the women's bathroom. Uh, I guess it was supposed to be something like an orb. I wasn't able to actually find the video, but um, yeah, apparently that is something that happened. But hmm. yeah, so I guess it was originally Jack and Bice. I, I think that's when this person was, there was some sort of gunfight or something like that. Like i don't know exactly a gunfight at but, a jack at a jack in the
0: box. or
1: somebody got shot yeah like i think it was mm. like a, there was beef somebody got shot in the bathroom uh a lot it's funny like a lot of these a lot of these stories like the bathrooms were once haunted <laughs> like like i guess ghosts just like to hang out in bathrooms
0: right after? well I don't know. I don't know. in my research um there was somebody that um, it was on Reddit, and they basically said that, yeah, a lot of times it happens in the bathrooms because people go in there to shoot up or whatever, and so there there tend to be a lot of...
1: A lot of deaths. A lot in of the deaths
0: in, in fast food, restroom, bathrooms.
1: That's that's definitely believable. But just the the idea that like that's where the ghosts are hanging out, too, is also like weird. Yeah, you know,
0: I always have this question it's like okay you've been freed from the mortal coil you can go anywhere right. just with like apparently just your intention you can go to freaking jupiter or the far right. reaches the universe or go to, into other dimensions why are you hanging out in a pizza hut bathroom
1: Th- that's an excellent question i mean i think the 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 theory Maybe you is- don't know
0: that you can do that stuff Man.
1: Well, I think the theory is that you're, you can't get over the fact that you're dead, right? That, yeah. that, like, or you, you may died, not know, right? W- or you might not know. Or, yeah, or you're just so like it's sort of untimely and it's confusing or you're just so attached to that, the the um, unfairness of that thing happening.
0: Right. So it's kind of like you, hanging on to those genes you're not going to fit into anymore, but right. you're like, one day. <laughs> it's Just something like to do it <laughs>
1: someday I'll go into the light, yeah, um, exactly. Um, okay, so I got one more. So this one's not really a chain, but it definitely is a restaurant um and uh, and I thought it'd be I thought it'd be a good one. And this is the story of Captain Tony's saloon in Key West. I love
0: that
1: name. Yeah, isn't it great? Is't it great? Um, Okay, so um, Captain Tony's actually had many lives um, previous to um, it being a bar, um, which is what it is now. Um, It was once an ice house, uh, the city morgue, a wireless telegraph station, a cigar factory, a speakeasy, and even a bordello. Um, It was also the original home of the famous Sloppy Joe's bar. Um, So in 1865, when it was the city morgue, uh, a great hurricane hit the keys. So the city was flooded and all of the corpses in the morgue were washed out, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were like washed away. I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? Like, I don't know how, maybe things are more secure these days, but it seems like it would still probably happen, right? Like the, the whole morgue is flooded and they just sort of float away. So, all left except for one. And that one was found lying in front of the building. And so, for some reason, uh, I get more 1800 stuff, um, they decided to bury it uh, under the building. Uh, I don't know, maybe they, maybe, I don't know, who knows how long it was. uh, Maybe they didn't know whose it was, whose body it was. Yeah, they couldn't identify it anymore. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, they're like, we don't know what to do with this thing. So, we're just going to bury it under the building. Um, And um, I guess now it's that area sort of enclosed by a wall where the pool room now resides. Okay, so one of the apparitions um, uh, is called the Lady in Blue. So apparently at one point there was a tree uh, that um, was used for hangings uh, in the town. Of Key West, um, and legal
0: ones like executions, or I guess I don't. Just...
1: I mean, I feel like everything was like kind of gray back in those days. Like if you could, if it's someone like got you know like, uh, you know somebody killed somebody and they're like, okay, let's just go hang him. Like I don't know what a legal hanging really ever was, right? Like was there like paperwork or something? You know, like was it, what was like very, very official back in those times? I don't know. So I guess so, but. Um, there was other people that were definitely lynched and hung from that tree, hmm. uh, including a woman who had murdered her husband and two sons. Um, she was executed so quickly that she said, they said she was hung in the blue dress that she killed them in, what? um, still stained with their blood, right? That's the, as the story goes, um, And so, like you know, she kills somebody. They're like, she killed him. Like, okay, let's hang her. And they're like, okay, let's hang her. (laughs) Like that's how. Like that was basically our legal system back then. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the the story is that she still was still wearing the bloodied clothes. Um, And many say that she is the first ghost and had been um, seen so often that she got the name Lady Blue. Okay, another detail is. Uh, Elvira's grave. Uh, During the building's construction while um, removing old flooring, um, that's the the newer construction. Um, It's it's been added to and like renovated many times over the years. Um, While removing old flooring, workers discovered the skeletal remains of several people in a grave marker of a woman named Elvira. Uh, it is believed that these um, may very well have been more of the missing bodies that were lost in that hurricane, right? So, again, like, they could have, like, gathered some up and they didn't know what to do with it. Although, uh, I don't know, is when there's, like, a graveyard they could put them in or something. You, like,
0: you'd think, but maybe they were just, like, all right, let me just.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess it's it's a small area, but, like, you'd think they'd be able to, like. Seems a little shady to me. Seems a little shady. Um, okay. So apparently, there are um, many patrons who have had strange experiences there. Cold spots near the ladies' room. Again, more, more ghosts in the ladies' room. Um, I'm beginning to feel some sort of connection here. I don't know. Maybe this is, like water-based, and it's like kind of. I mean, unless someone's okay. In there, that is it's kind so
0: interesting uh-huh. that you say that. What
1: was that? Water-based? Because
0: yeah. I, I wonder if there is something about water. Um, um, yeah, me... Yeah. My yeah. mom was a very spiritual person. I mean, um, not woo-woo or anything like that, but um, she had like a pretty strong, you know, Christian faith or whatever. But she used to feel like she had more of a connection. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny to say it, but she said when she was taking a shower, and I always wondered if there was something to do with water.
1: Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, what what was the... Um, Damien Eccles, remember when I did that story on him and, and magic mm-hmm. he talked about like magic charging water right and water like being able to sort of retain vibrations and he talks about like how like you know people drowning in a pond that that would then you know it sort of this place sort of gathers this sort of sad energy can actually attract more phenomena like that or vice versa right there's holy water that's supposed to be like you know charged with some type of spiritual mm-hmm. intention that's and,
0: true. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah
1: maybe there's something i don't know there's i don't know i don't even know why i said that but but there is something like about like ghosts and like hanging out in this like watery room <laughs> i guess it's maybe like kind of quiet unless there's people in there and even when people are in there it's kind of you know i mean it's not like the bar room that's going to be boisterous and a lot of like cross energies and like wind and like furniture and I, I, mean,
0: I gotta say this though I mean I feel like some of them might be pervert guys. they just might
1: be pervy I be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm trying to like like d- defend them or anything but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but I think there, 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 it's, it's interesting maybe we should do like yeah. an episode on like water kind of like look into that a little bit and see yeah, if there's okay, anything there okay
1: okay Yeah, so this women's bathroom um, was also haunted. um, Things like doors opening and closing, bathroom stalls locking without any occupants in there. People saying that, like, you know, they would go in there and try a door and like think someone was in there, and then like they, you know, they'd uh, start to walk out and the door would open or something like there would be no one in there. So, um, anyways, um, lots of stories there. Um, One in particular, though, was. Um, uh, the bar's owner, Joe Farber, uh, who considers himself to be a skeptic. um, He, although he also has had to report that he's had several experiences and one in particular that left a clear impression on him. So one night at 4 a.m., Joe hears um, this voice. Uh, It sounds like it's calling out to him, like calling his name sort of somewhere in the bar. Um, he gets up and goes to look whoever is there, but he doesn't find anybody. Um, only when he goes and looks in the back, he sees that the back doors are wide open and he had just locked them himself just a few hours before. So now he's like, okay, whatever. It's one of those weird things. Right. But then, um, and so that, that was the end of that, that encounter. But then years later, it actually happens again. Um, again, it was the same voice. Uh, and this time he actually heard what it was saying and it was saying, don't leave. And oh, so he runs back into the back. That's, yeah, creepy. that's creepy, right? <laughs>
0: that's so, that's so, creepy. so he runs,
1: he runs into the back and checks the doors. Um, but this time they were locked and no one was there. So he's like, okay, fuck this. I'm going home. Around 6 a.m. that morning, he gets a call from the police Uh, apparently a young teenage girl has been found dead in front of the bar, right? Like kind of sitting at the door. Um, so she had actually, um, called her mother right after taking an overdose of pills in order to commit suicide. So her mother calls the police, but by the time they got there, it was too late. So it's, so this all happened just shortly after he left the bar. And so Joe believes that um, the voice that he heard actually knew what was going to happen and wanted him to stay there to save the girl, and that if he had listened to it, he might have been there um, and, and been able to get to her in time. Wow. Anyways, so that is the story of Captain Tony's Saloon.
0: Oh my goodness! Wow, those are yeah. great stuff.
1: Yeah, like I definitely want to like go there at some point. And, like. <laughs> <You> should. <laughs> yeah. You um, should. Cool. So you want to keep it going? You got some? Yeah,
0: uh, I've got some. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with McDonald's. <laughs>
1: okay, okay,
0: okay. So this first one, and, and some of these are are, are pretty short. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'll just run through them. So this first McDonald's is located in Pueblo, Colorado. So one night in February of 2020. So it's very recent. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this pueblo McDonald's, employees were working the night shift, and at around three in the morning, they started hearing what they called demonic sounds. Yikes. And yeah, they described it as as like a ghostly woman that was shrieking, barking, and speaking in a strange language that nobody recognized. Barking like a barking like a, like a dog. wow okay. So they were, they were so unnerved that they called the police. Uh, the cops got there at about 3.30 a.m. And according to a tweet by Pueblo police captain Tom Rummel, um, quote, they said they wouldn't be going back into their building until the sun came up. Three officers searched the area but didn't come up with the source of the disturbance. So, um, side note, Pueblo is an old west city, and reportedly the site of an orphanage, uh, a mental asylum, institutions that weren't exactly known for their amazing conditions back in the day. And so some people wonder if that's the cause of this hmm. McDonald's hauntings.
1: Like it was built on the grounds, or it's just like or in, or nearby, area, in the area? Or nearby, I think in the near,
0: it, yeah, in in, mm-hmm. in Pueblo, yeah. Okay, so there's another haunted McDonald's in Quero, Texas. Um, So this McDonald's stands on a site that used to be a gas station, and people know for sure that tragedies took place there. Um, In the 1960s, a little boy was accidentally run over by his mother's car. In the 80s... Yeah, I know, it's horrible. In the 80s, a mechanic who was um, about to be charged for the suspected murder of his own daughter... Uh, was crushed beneath a car that he was working on Um, so uh, two horrible accidents and both diners and employees at this McDonald's have reported strange sounds the toilets there you go bathrooms the toilets were (laughs) often flushed by themselves and the walk in cooler has been switched off from inside so it's, it's the kind of thing where you can only switch it off inside but when no one is there Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm creepy yeah okay so i don't know if you've ever seen this or not um and i'm gonna text it to you if you haven't right now just you can comment on it um but basically there's a a mcdonald's amusement ride photo which made the rounds in the past year
1: a mcdonald's um,
0: amusement ride photo you know and... Oh,
1: right, right, right. Have you t- seen t- text it? it t- Texting me, yes, I have seen it, but yes, text it to me. because I okay. Want to see it again.
0: okay. So basically, I'll just give the rundown on this story, and then I want you to tell people what you think. <laughs> okay. So, basically it was making the rounds in, in late spring of 2020, but um, a woman took her young daughter to an, a McDonald's Hi. amusement, you know, one of those playland areas, and... The child was on an amusement ride. And so she decided to take some pictures with, you know, her phone. And the girl was on the ride all by herself. (laughs) So the mom takes, you know, a bunch of photos or whatever. And then she noticed something very strange later when she was reviewing these photos. There was a second smiling face peering out at the camera sitting right next to her daughter on this ride and when you look at it the face has a very creepy kind of gray ghoulish look and it looks like it's smiling like maybe it's having fun maybe it's really sinister and at first the mother looking at this thought it could be like a trick of light or something like that what is that pareidolia or whatever you call it where you see patterns that don't exist yeah but when she asked her daughter if there was anybody with her on this ride, the little girl said, Beto, which is the name of her imaginary friend she'd been talking about for uh, a while. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, we're going to post this on shadowlandpodcast.com and on our Instagram so y'all can see it. But, Seth, what do you think? I just sent this to you.
1: Oh, yeah. It's definitely like something. <laughs> and I think do it's you smiling. think this looks think like it looks it's, sinister. Sinister. could
0: this be a play of light?
1: Well, it doesn't look like that to me, just because it's so dimensional-looking, like play mm-hmm. a light. Like,
0: it's a face, right? Not, I mean, I could, I mean you as can far as see like a freaking face, yeah.
1: As far as like ghost face photos, it's a pretty clear one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely ones where you're like, oh, okay, I can, I kind of see it, you know. This is pretty clear. It looks like there's an old lady straight up just looking over her shoulder. It doesn't look like faint. It doesn't look. I mean the the only you know if there's any trickery here it's that of the story not of the photo right like it's a pretty clear photo <laughs> like but it doesn't also I mean the image doesn't look like um it's not as clear as the I mean the, well they've covered up the child and the one that you saw right yeah
0: the 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 child's face is covered so you can right, see right. Here, but, but
1: but it's not it's sort of like out of focus right it's like mm-hmm. and there is something like kind of like Craggy about
0: it. It's grinning, right? And it's it's like a grayish color with a huge grin.
1: Sinister about it. Like okay,
0: you don't. But would you? Okay, if you saw this in a picture,
1: (laughs) that you took with yourself, kind
0: of looking at. I mean, wouldn't you be a little freaked out if you took a selfie and you saw that?
1: Well, if no, I mean, okay, I.
0: If if my small child
1: said it was their friend Beto. Yes. Okay. Then I would be fucking freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, Beto, that's the name.
0: Yeah, and I don't know what country this was taken in. I suppose I should have looked into that. But um but that
1: Yeah, sounds be- like an Beto, old, Beto. Old lady ghost My
0: name friend, it's my friend sure. Beto.
1: That's the creepiest part of the story. It's not like, right. what are you talking about? It's right. like, no, 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 that's who this is. I this is somebody like that the child would recognize them. Do you know what I mean? Like the child's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's my friend. That's what she looks like.
0: Right. Exactly. Or he. That's or it, fucking scary. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I wonder how many imaginary friends out there are just straight up ghost friends.
0: You gotta wonder that, and I think we should do an episode. We
1: are. We're definitely gonna do that. Okay. Okay, write it down. Okay,
0: so now I'm doing a hybrid McDonald's, and this next one is a okay. McDonald's within a Walmart in Las okay, Vegas. Okay.
1: There's a lot of like Pizza Hut, Taco Bell combo ones out there, too. Right? Yeah, I know that. the KFC.
0: Did you have the triad, yeah. like the, the trifecta? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sorry, this is a McDonald's inside Walmart. So it's also exactly. a haunted Walmart. It's both.
0: Star, right? It's both. Okay, yeah, okay, it's haunted fun. McDonald's and a ha- haunted Walmart. Okay. Okay. So on an online forum called Your Ghost Stories, (laughs) there was a post by a user calling themselves Seaman710, and this is their story. I work at a McDonald's and a Walmart in Vegas. It's super busy, so some of the stuff that happens here is easy to write off in the moment, but a lot of it has the staff spooked. The first serious memory I have is hearing my name called all the time, with no one there I always thought it was nothing at all then one day a coworker and I were in the back stocking and we heard someone loudly calling her name it's in all caps so she turns to me pale as hell and asks if I heard that too of course I did and at this point I actually feel spooked because it validated my beliefs another spooky story was told to me yesterday we have a new general manager that started working recently. She was just coming in for the day and apparently while checking the back, a heavy box literally dropped from a shelf. She said it wasn't on the edge and it looked like someone threw it rather than it was just falling. So in other words, it didn't just drop down. It kind of like had a projectile arc I'm imagining. Other times I will find myself stepping away from the register only to come back to find items on the POS, which I'm assuming is like the, the receipt payment or system. the po- yeah, payment yeah. system, okay, that I never typed in. Today it was a double cheeseburger. Simple enough, but I wasn't even near the register at the time. It would have been pressed in. There are days I will find three or four different items punched in with no one around to have done so.
1: Sounds like a gremlin.
0: Yeah. Then there's the smaller stuff I'm starting to attribute to. um, They name them Casper, such as little things in the back going missing only to show up somewhere totally different. That feeling of being watched and again, a disembodied voice calling my name. So that was the first post. Then they come back on a couple more times with updates. A couple of days ago, a spoon went flying from its holder while my Uh back was turned. I didn't notice it, but the person I was talking, um, I was taking the order from did and recounted watching it to me. So the customer saw this happening. Even my skeptical coworkers look freaked because we don't advertise the place as haunted. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they say, I wonder if it wanders to and haunts other parts of the Walmart."
1: It's <laughs> yeah, a good question. Like those, it is a good question. Is it it's just
0: like, in the McDonald's or is it in the Walmart? Does it get to walk around a little right, bit? Right, right. Or is it maybe it's condemned to haunt that specific McDonald's? Well, maybe it's
1: just coming over there to like get those cheeseburgers, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't want it to. Could be. be maybe so they're just like obsessed in. with cheeseburgers, and it's <laughs> like, damn, I want a cheeseburger.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so then they write in again. I have a freaky new development on this story. Today I was walking to the freezer and saw someone go in. There was only one way in and out, mind you. The person I saw was a big husky male that was dressed in all black. I mistook him for my friend and coworker and decided to try and scare him. Of course, when I get inside, it was completely empty. That actually scared me so bad, I almost pissed myself. I never saw a full body apparition this solid. Or literally throw open a door. I now have a vague description of him though. The spirit is a tall, husky male with dark hair. I know from his shadow that he wore a floppy hat and looked young from the back. So when I saw that floppy hat thing, it made me think of Hat Man, you know, the Hatman apparitions yeah. we covered in our Shadow People episode. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Okay. So I've got another haunted Walmart. Okay, okay, in Oxnard, California. Um, so supposedly, in this Walmart, the spirit of a young Mexican girl um, was said to haunt haunt it. And I found some reports from around two thousand and seven and for some years after that, nothing recent. so it may or may not still be happening. But this girl has actually been spotted by a number of people. Sometimes, um, she appears as a solid, full body apparition and at other times more of like a misty partial um, being with only half of her body visible and she's described as around seven to nine years old wearing a blue dress and two pigtail style braids and the style of her dress looks like it's from sometime in either maybe the late 50s or the early 60s somewhere in that time frame so not not current
1: right but how, how do they know she's
0: mexican that's a good question
1: is there like a i don't mexican? know like maybe someone just said that
0: they thought she looked oh, mexican so, and, and like, she just became
1: latina yeah, I mean, like like, yeah, yeah i mean i don't
0: know yeah i don't know it could be from the area okay. in california Sorry, but it, it is. it seems like no just it a is it is a detail. weird <laughs> you're right it is very specific it's it's a little strange and you know um i don't know good question um, and she's supposedly spotted a lot in the toy area. And works um, workers at night have heard the sound of balls bouncing on the floor. And when they went to check it out, they've actually seen these balls bouncing around by themselves with nobody else in the area. Ooh,
1: that's fucking creepy. Isn't a bouncing ball? A that's bouncing ball than by like itself. Things, yeah. Isn't
0: it? Okay. Yeah. What else is creepy is people also report cold well cold spots but mm-hmm. the sounds of a child giggling Oof. which I don't know why it's so creepy because it you know it doesn't necessarily have to mean anything sinister but it's just there's something because it's such even an more than a malevolent sound. laugh you yeah might, it's so totally. innocent and yet yeah
1: it's like why am I hearing this sound like it doesn't yeah it's something about it is way scarier then yeah, if you heard somewhat like animal like aggressive sound or something like that. That would mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Balls bouncing, creepy children laughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's all like pretty okay. terrifying.
0: However, like the people that have seen her mostly describe her as playful. Um she's also she's often smiling and appears to be happy, but you know, it could also be creepy. A smile i guess
1: right right
0: um but there is speculation that this walmart was built on or used to be um an area that was kind of like this dark uh dangerous field where a lot of people died either in accidents or homicides back in the day you know before anything was built up in the area so it was kind of like a place that like it was treacherous to walk through at night um And there's actually a video on YouTube that was posted in 2007 that has very grainy footage of what is supposed to be this girl. And you can kind of, yeah, when you watch it, um, you can see a figure of what looks like a little girl kind of appear from around a corner and then duck back in but sort of seem to vanish at the same time. And one person in the comment section said that he worked there at the time that this video was taken and that it was a manager who actually shot the footage on a cell phone and that not only had he himself seen the apparition at this time but that another employee later in the day caught a video of her in the toy section and then there's another commenter who said that like their aunt had worked at this store and confirmed the reports that she basically has seen the ghost girl and the bouncing ball phenomenon, and that no one wanted to work the late shift there because this stuff was happening.
1: Wow! So did you? So you saw the video? I did. Uh huh. It was like on YouTube or something.
0: It was on YouTube. Yeah. So we can post. So we can post it on we'll like put, the we'll website. Put it on our site, yeah. Shadowlandpodcast yeah. yeah, yeah. will have this.
1: Well, that's really interesting. I feel like there's something interesting what you said about like, oh, she, you know, maybe she, you know she's smiling or whatever, like. You know we perceive that as creepy but maybe there isn't anything really that creepy about right. it it's like our relationship with death is really what makes these our, things so right, our, scary our for
0: fears, us right yeah. like
1: it's not like well it's because it's specifically in our culture it's like our relationship with death is it's so sort of black and white or or we don't have a lot of like um like cultural processing of of death. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, in other cultures, it's a, you know, that people like walk around like with the dead bodies, you know, they're like, they actually take the dead bodies out into the square and walk through the streets with them and people touch them. And you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? There's a lot Mm -hmm. more or in other cultures, it's like that, that idea of like a relative still being around after death isn't, a creep, it's just like a natural thing.
0: We've got such a materialist viewpoint, and it's yeah. so rigid. And there's this it's, fear, right? Um, and it's almost like you, you can't talk about it. It's,
1: yeah, it's, exactly. It's forbidden in a way. So, like some you know, at least in America, in the around, United States, yeah. you know,
0: I don't want to speak for other you know
1: cultures. Yeah, who yeah. Might be listening not, I think definitely in the Western world, it's just mm-hmm. not like it's maybe if there was more practices at some point they've been lost, but like, it's definitely not as embraced as some of like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Asian cultures or something like that. Um, Right. So, yeah.
0: But I mean, there's also, you know, the day of the dead in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Mexico. Right. That's
1: an embracing of like, Hey, mm -hmm, let's go visit.
0: mm -hmm.
1: Let's go to the graveyard and like visit our relatives. Like that's Mm -hmm. not, it's not a creepy thing. Right. Like I feel like there is like a certain level of, something that we've placed over that right because right. it's an unknown and because it's an undiscussed thing you know
0: right well i also to be fair a lot of the people that reported seeing her say that she's happy like they don't seem to be getting a right, sinister right. vibe right, from right. this apparition yeah okay so next up i have a haunted arby's I'm just gonna let that sink in for a second okay
1: I assume okay. most at this point I'm assuming most Arby's are haunted. So
0: You think so? <laughs> <No, I'm laughs> okay. Alright, it's a haunted Arby's yes. in Colorado Springs. So in nineteen ninety six or nineteen ninety seven, I mean this is a sad story, but the manager of this Arby's was shot and killed in the restaurant parking lot by an employee she had just fired. Oof. So it starts off with a tragedy. And to this day, though, she still reportedly shows up to work and helps out employees. So both customers and staff members have reported seeing or hearing whispers in the lobby, having items move around on them. You know, things appear in places, you know, different from where they were last placed. And some employees have reported seeing the apparition of a woman walk through the kitchen and out the back door, when they've been working alone so there's no Mm. nobody else in the building they're closing at night it's like your your basic like nightmare right if you're doing the night shift and they see this woman exiting the back door Uh, store openers have also reported hearing their name called when they're the only ones in the building so apparently she knows the new employees names and she's also apparently still acting as manager and has like kind of called people to task when they're late or when they're slacking off because people have this feeling of being poked and it's like a definite feeling of being kind of like jabbed a little bit by somebody when they've come in late or when they're sort of just like hanging out and not doing anything. It's kind of like get back to work.
1: Oh my God, dude, I love this.
0: And on several occasions, staff members have stacked chairs up on the tables to clean the floors at the end of the night left the area for a bit and when they've come back in, the chairs are back on the floor.
1: Whoa. I'm
0: not sure how this is helping things. Maybe she's like, okay, the floor is dry.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Have you ever seen, did you ever see The Others, that, that movie, Nicole Kidman? I did, Kidman? Yeah. I It's very good. movie. It's, oh it's really good, it's right? It's very
0: like cinematically beautiful, too.
1: Yeah, well, spoiler alert, but like, I mean, the, the idea that like, here's this person living in doesn't really realize they're dead right like that they are the ghost like experiences all this disruption and you know and so like you know the seeing the chairs put up it's like oh I got to put those back or you know what I mean this person Mm -hmm. whose life ended sort of tragically shortly and like sort of whatever the soul is or whatever you know is sort of left behind in that moment is is so um sort of bowled over by the whole thing sort of confused by the whole thing it's like i gotta get back to work i gotta get back to work at the arby's you know like and like go just goes right back in and like tries to work there's something sort of you know definitely sad about that and sort of fascinating um i don't know i mean obviously i don't know what, what exactly is going on there but but just that notion of like you know um yeah a ghost not know uh, be, so, not being aware not, know, yeah, not being and, aware that it's dead,
0: right? And people talk about that too. You know that you know th- this can be a thing that happens. You know, and then people would right. kind of try in vain d- to like keep doing this routine. We're creatures of habit, right? And so right, yeah,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: Afterward, you know, and we don't
1: like the disruption, right? Because it's like you, you know s- someone's doing stuff that, like, I mean, they say a lot of the hauntings are like are like that, right? Where it's like. Something doesn't like the disruptions, doesn't like people when they start changing furniture around or Mm -hmm. they change the rooms or something like that. It's like there's this interloper that's like causing a disturbance and you want everything to just stay the same because you that's what you're attached to. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it would be really I think we need to do more. We we did one a near-death experience episode at the very beginning when we first launched. Yeah. But I think we really need to do more of them. Um, there's so much out there, and so many people have had experiences that could maybe lend some insight into the mystery of, you know, what lies beyond this life. That, yeah, yeah, you know. absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to get into my Taco Bell story. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I did have the one that you did. Yeah. Um, but um, there's also... Uh, a story that I came across on Reddit that I wanted to share.
1: Okay.
0: And um, this person, uh, the a user named, uh, J- I'm just going to take a stab at this, Jazwe Jazwa, um, said, I used to work at a Taco Bell. I won't say where because I want to stay anonymous from my old coworkers. Some prehistory. When I first started working there in the back cooler, There was a huge footprint from like a size 12 boot, but it was on the ceiling. And no matter how much you would wipe it off, it would always come back. The place where this Taco Bell was located was pretty backwoods, a budding city on top of a hill where I lived until two months ago at this point. When you worked till morning, you would hear clanging and banging. Newly washed dishes and utensils would fly off the shelf. Things would sound like they were being punched, like machines on the walls. Sometimes, fully locked paper towel dispensers would fling down with force, throwing the paper towels everywhere. One time, when I was working the front and went to clean the bathroom... Okay, here's another bathroom story. Yeah. Something started banging around in the air vent in the women's bathroom. It got more and more aggressive and just started going apeshit, sounding like a flailing body just ragdolling itself from one side of the vent to the other. I really like this person's descriptive, right? <sighs> um, and then it got weirder. The soap dispensers just started going intermittently off. They were the kind where you have to put your hand under them to activate. And then the lights started flickering. They were movement-activated as well and usually stay on. And then they went off. I fucking ran out of the bathroom. Sometimes, things would rip out of the rungs on the food building line and just fly and crash onto the floor, scaring everyone. Me and my old co-workers witnessed this multiple times. There was one time we were standing outside at night and this extremely tall dude, and this is in all caps, in all black black pants black shoes and hoodie and weirdly long fingers yeeted himself from behind the woods <laughs> I know I had to look that up <laughs> okay from behind the woods in Dollar General next door which is another chain um, over the dumpster area's wall and into the area and it made a huge clang noise scared us all shitless and made us run inside Everyone heard it. Whoa. Okay, so my old general manager and I went and got a weapon from his car. It was getting hardcore. And we traced the dumpster area carefully and went in, but they were just fucking gone. We didn't hear or see it leave, and we were outside for about 15 minutes, taking a break since it was late at night and it was really slow. I saw another entity from the corner of my eye in this Taco Bell once with the lights off. It looked just like the burnt-up dad in Hereditary. No regrets not working there anymore. Oh so, spoiler alert, sorry. I've never seen Hereditary. <laughs> *Hereditary*. I've been meaning to see it, and now I know there's a burnt-up dad. But that is pretty freaking scary. But then there in the comments section, somebody says, The other day, I went to the bathroom at a talk, Taco Bell in New Hampshire, and when I got out, the stall... Doors started slamming shut, like violently opening and slamming shut. And no, I did not let the door slam close. I literally pulled the door closed lightly.
1: Whoa! Well, that's interesting. Like that, there's this. You hear about these like employees having these experiences, but what about mm-hmm. like pa- patrons? Like you just like come into a Taco Bell, like get a chalupa or something, <laughs> like seeing right. you, know, you got entities yeeting around right exactly
0: you know what another thing too when i was doing my research and i don't know if you found this there's a whole lot about subways um subway sandwich shops yeah um apparently like there's there's a a huge reddit thread about haunted subways where people who work there are kind of sharing their stories and it seems to be like more than other Fast food restaurants, for some reason, subways, have a lot of activity going on. And some people were speculating, like, is it the logo colors, the green and yellow? Because those are global because it doesn't only happen in the United States, I guess. Um, Or is there something shady that's gone on with the franchise in the past?
1: Well, I wonder, like, I mean, so, I mean, some of the ones I had were just about like, oh, something bad happened here and so now it's haunted right like right. that's a lot but like this idea that somehow there's like i don't know maybe there's something about people working late at night places that mm-hmm. attract some type of phenomenon <laughs> i think that's an interesting thought too but you know, yeah especially subway i mean that's spooky
0: yeah for sure um, I have one more I can cool. do. Cool. Well that was fun. Oh
1: yeah, you one more. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: It's kind of a it's kind of like a, a heartwarming one. Okay, so um this is a Hallmark store. Um it's another uh, Reddit story shared by divided ha- by a, a haunted Hallmark store. You know where you go in and you buy like little gifty things yeah, and figurines yeah. and cards. Okay. This person said I'm 40 now, but in 1995, I worked part-time at a Hallmark card store in a mall that was built in the 70s. One night, two girls and I worked uh, that I worked with had to stay and do inventory. It was just a few days before Christmas, so it was important that it was very accurate no matter how long it took. In our back room, there was a door that leads to the access hallways that lead outside and further down the hallway was a storage unit. Um, that was in this cage-like enclosure that we had a key to. While the two girls did inventory in the store, I was assigned to inventory what was in storage. so i'm in I'm inside the storage area, and I hear both of them scream and come running down the hallway. They're in hysterics telling me to come back to the store because they saw something that scared them. i'm like I'm like, okay, I'm a dude, so I guess they felt better having me there we get back to the store and they're pointing in the corner where they swear they saw an old man in a suit looking at them. I was like, whatever, we need to get this inventory done. How about I stay here and do the store while you two do the inventory in the storage unit and then you guys can finish it faster and then you can come join me and we'll all finish the store together. So the girls left and I picked up where they left off and suddenly I got the weirdest feeling that I wasn't alone. I thought one of them had maybe come back for something because it just felt like someone was with me. I started getting a little creeped out but before long I was in the zone and making good progress. I forgot all about the creepy feeling and by the time they got back I was nearly done. At this point it was about 2am and we were all a little loopy and tired. They asked me if I saw anything and I said no. But right then, one of the girls grabbed my arm really hard and her eyes went wide. She said, look, look, look. I turned and sure enough, I saw the old man just standing there. He didn't look mad or happy or sad or anything. He just looked blank. I didn't get a bad feeling from him, but the girls were flipping out. One of them called the owner and she told them to go to lock up and go home. A couple of days later, I was working a shift with the owner, and she asked me about what happened, and to describe who we saw, I did, and she goes, yep, that's my dad. She showed me a picture of, of um, her with him when she was younger. I was just floored. I said, yes, that's him. I worked there for another three or four months and would sometimes feel his presence, like I did that one night, but it was always more of a curious and playful vibe than anything. I'll never forget it. Aw, that's sweet, though. I know. Yeah. yeah.
1: I like that. That's a nice one to end on. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. What was there wasn't anything about like like um, why exactly he was there or like what the it was just like oh, he comes here and that's that's what it was probably uh-huh.
0: yeah probably just to kind of be connected with his daughter. I'm assuming. Right, right.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well cool, that was fun. I mean like um it was it was fun to like <laughs> dive into like these ghosts and these like kind of like unexpected and like I guess in some context like kind of comical places, right? Like you don't really expect <laughs> you know, a Taco Bell to be <laughs> right,
0: or A Taco Arby's Bell women's or, bathroom yeah.
1: or Arby's to be haunted, but yeah. I guess they are. Um right. anyways, well I feel like we did it.
0: We did do it. And if you guys have any uh, franchise hauntings you want to share, we would love to hear it. Shadowlandpodcast at gmail.com. Or if there's anything else you'd like us to cover, um, please send it in. Uh, Thank you for listening. Please give us a rating or review um, and uh, follow us on Instagram. Cool. All right.
1: All right, I guess until next time.
0: Until next time. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. All right, bye.
1: Shadowland Podcast is produced by Seth Javlon and Christina Callery. Edited by Tim Kelly. Theme music by Tim Lincoln.
0: Thanks, Tim.